0: Welcome to episode 54 of Geekers Creepers. This is a podcast where we talk about the geeky side of life and we talk about the creepy side of life. I am your host, Rob. And, well, oh, do you feel that chill in the air? Oh, it's getting kind of cool. Can it be? Can it be? It's getting chillier. And... Looks like I left the window open. Give me one second. All right. Uh, there we go. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I just left the window open. With that said, everyone, I uh, do want to apologize. It's been a while since we recorded. It's been uh, since the last time we recorded. Uh, let's see. There's, uh, uh, I guess COVID is no more. Everyone's going around without their masks. It's the last time we recorded um uh looks like uh, microsoft has bought half of the uh development companies in existence it's its last recorded there is the world is in turmoil and you know one day from the next we don't know what's going to happen and when i tell you this you're like geez when was the last i recorded two or three years ago it's only been two months in two months things have gone nuts so guys i do apologize um I'm going to try to record more often. I might have to do it once every two weeks as opposed to our weekly uh, uh, Geekers Creepers. It's been some time, but I've just been busy. I'll be honest. I've just been very busy. I haven't had the opportunity, but uh, I'd like to uh, get into it more often. Uh, today, uh, we will be having a guest host with our creepy side. It's going to be Eddie once again, and we are going to talk about the Havana Syndrome, which that was already recorded earlier And, uh, but I want to apologize since it's been a while when I was doing the, uh, when I was reading the articles, I was kind of going back and editing. I realized that I was reading the articles very, very quickly. So I do apologize if, uh, I wasn't getting into the swing of things by taking my time. So that said, sorry about that. Um, so today what we were going to do, we're going to talk about our geeky topics and then we're going to take a break and get into our creepy topics. As far as our geeky topics, we're going to be talking about a bunch of new games that are coming out. Ones that I'm actually looking forward to. And uh, and then a movie that I recently saw, which I was disappointed in. I'll tell you which one it is. It's The Batman. And I don't know. I think I'm just getting old, real old, because everything I've read, people are loving this movie. I didn't see it. I'm going to talk about it, keep it a little spoiler free. will not go too much into it, but... Um, yeah, just, just go into that a bit. And uh, and as far as our creepy topics, as I stated, we talk about the Havana syndrome, talk about lights over Lake Michigan, and this crazy snake that was found in Thailand that looks like a cross between a woolly mammoth and a boa constrictor. Or maybe like a well, those fuzzy, actually, looks like those, is that what they're called, boas? The ones that the, like fancy people wear around their necks, the furry, fuzzy things? I don't know, but that's what it kind of looks like. So as usual, we like to start all the podcasts, all our Geekers Creepers podcast, with what we've been playing. And today since it's just me on the geeky topics. I'm gonna tell you what I've been playing lately. I, uh, as usual, I got my Dead by Daylight, but less and less of that. I play, I, I play Dead by Daylight less and less. It is slowly becoming. I don't, I don't want to say I'm going to stop, but it's becoming a game that I play less. There's a lot. It becomes more of a chore, and uh, I'm going to keep playing for the next couple of weeks because I I did get the uh, the pass the uh, the rift challenges of the pass which I paid for, and uh, I want to get my money's worth and see if I can get the charms and whatever the, the different cosmetics with that. But yeah, you know, to be honest, I think one of the big reasons why that game has been letting me down a lot it's just it well one the community does get kind of toxic you know when you play so you play killers and survivors when you play killers you're supposed to feel all powerful and you know think of it like jason in a in a horror movie or like mike myers you know they're supposed to scare you but it's diff it's it becomes a game where the survivors you know they'll They'll tease you if they're better than you. They'll tease you. They'll mock you. They'll, they'll be toxic. They'll do things to kind of just get on your nerves. And I'm not a person that just quits, so I, I play through it. Uh, there's a part of the game where at the end, if they get their gen- generators done, and they all they have to do is open up a gate and escape. That's it. You escape, game over, you won. You know, at, at the end of the day, the killer didn't get you, so you escape, kind of like any horror movie, where the survivors escape and they win. Well, what they like to do, a lot of the survivors after they open up the gates and you're like, well, you know what? I'm not going to go chase them out the gates. They won. Good game, guys. Well, what they do is they wait there, they wait there, they wait there until you walk over to the gate, they see you, and they like to do the um, uh, their little uh, their little squatting dance. Uh, they like to mock you. And so, you know, it, happened, it happens with that, and it's just been it, it's been nonstop with the, the, these, this game, and it just ceases to be fun, but who knows? You know, I've I gave up on Dead by Daylight when I first started playing it, and I stopped. I played it for you know about a couple of months, and then I stopped for a few months. Came back and I got really into it. So who knows? Maybe I'll get back into it. For now, I think maybe I'm just getting burnt out. But I haven't played other games, and another one I've been playing nonstop is uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, which we will talk about that actually today. Uh, it is a game that. Man, it's again, it's not for everyone. I have my friend Will, uh, he played a little bit of it, and it maybe won't, it's not 100% his thing. He's, he's got his uh games, he's been playing actually. He's been telling me about a um, a, not Octopath Traveler, but the uh, Triangle Strategy, which he absolutely loves that game. And I'm gonna have to check that out, but uh, yeah, just Immortals Phoenix Rising is just kind of suckered me in. Uh, a lot of people said, you know, th- there's a lot of good reviews about it. They do. It is a Zelda clone, Breath of the Wild specifically, and there, it's it's a lot of you know go here and do this challenge, go here and do this challenge, but it's just relaxing. It's not that difficult, and uh, it's a game that I've been playing for. You know, I've been spending a lot of hours, and I've been playing, spending a lot of time, and I've been telling myself I should really uh, stream that one because that's one that I'm really enjoying. And uh, some of the dialogue is actually pretty funny. On that, I also actually played uh, Celeste too. Uh, that was Will told me. He said his uh, uh, Will, he's, his son, is really good at it. And uh, I guess his son is beaten it. Uh, has gotten plenty of the strawberries. Is playing like the new hard mode. I say congrats. That is awesome. I uh, we need to take uh, Will and his and his kid, we got to go to California and join the Super Nintendo or the Nintendo Mario 3 competition and see if we can beat Fred Savage and his little brother and make, uh, what was it, $100,000. We got to we gotta take it out there because that is uh, very impressive. Celeste is a difficult game. I played, I think I made it up to level three. At that point, I kind of said, yeah, you know what, I'm going to put this one down. I, I think this is, going to be a little too difficult, and I do not want to break any controllers in the process. But I got to give him props. If he could do that, make it out, uh, pay the whole game, get the uh, all the, I guess there are berries that you could pick up. There are extra challenges. Um, that is just fantastic. And for anyone that doesn't know what Celeste is, Celeste is a side-scrolling, uh, like a, I don't want to say puzzled game, but uh, think of it like a cross-between Mario and Super Meat Boy uh, it, 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 it's a side, it's a side scrolling. They are puzzles. They're challenging puzzles. And, um, I guess you could say that side scrolling puzzle game. It's, it's a, uh, it's really good. It's, uh, it's difficult and I might come back to it, but for right now, I think I'd rather just zone out and play my immortal Phoenix rising. Speaking of, uh, also speaking of kids, uh, doing, uh, competing in games, Jose actually got in touch with me, and I want to say congratulations to his nephew. His nephew joined, and Jose was very, very proud of this. He sent me pictures. His nephew was in a Mario Kart competition. It looks like it was at the library, maybe. I'm not sure, or some kind of uh, local rec center. But uh, he was very proud, sent me a text, and uh, he sent me a picture saying, hey, look, you fu- he uh, won his uh, first round. So congratulations, Jose, Nef- Jose's nephew. Keep rocking it. I'm telling you, man, video games, more and more, they're just, I mean, when I was a kid, you know, other than the movie The Wizard, I didn't really know of these competitions. We didn't have these uh, to becoming uh, more and more common. Uh, and I'm not just talking about like the big ones. I'm talking about just, you know, your local competitions, which is fantastic. Um, you know, who knows what, you know, what will happen in the next 10 years? You know, is this going to be something that, Uh, You you know, when you're on a Saturday, on a Saturday evening, when you're done cutting the grass, you come back, pop open a can of a cold uh, brew and watch the, uh, the local or whatever uh, gaming um, sports network, you know, kind of like people watch soccer or golf or baseball. Now, you know, it'd be something that, bam, hey, here's your, here's your gaming uh, sports events. Who knows? We'll see. But. Let's now get to the news of the week. And for our first news of the week, we are going to talk about the new Witcher game now uh, for anybody. well, I think everybody knows the Witcher at this point, you know, if it's not from the game it's from the TV show with the, um, uh, I guess somewhat attractive uh, as Henry Cavill uh, the show. I actually like the show a lot. Uh, some people were saying that the first season they didn't like the, the time jumps. I thought it was great. I thought that really fit uh, the, um, uh the feel for the show i thought i I really did like it and you know let me say something about the witcher here i originally played uh the witcher three i actually own the witcher one and two i've I've had those i bought them when they were on sale years and years ago and um i've never played them i've just it's like one of those they're my steam deck or steam deck i wish they're on my steam deck they're on my steam library but uh The Witcher three I had for a long time and I made three attempts to try to get into the Witcher three. I could not do it. I could not do it. And I mean, I played for maybe the latest time I played maybe like for three or four hours, maybe even more. And I couldn't get into it. I just didn't know what it was. And I knew it was a good story. I just, something about it did not really get to me. So during I believe the show The Witcher came out around during the quarantine, and I watched it and I finally got to understand what was going on in the game while I was playing it and it started to make sense and afterwards, I went back and played the game, beat it the whole way through. I even got into some of the DLC but by that point I had played I mean hundreds of hours at this point I mean again, we were under quarantine I had more more than enough time to play these games there wasn't as much traveling as I had to do um but it was, I finally got to see why this game was so great. And I absolutely fell in love with that game. To anybody who has not played it, if you have a chance, you can buy it dirt cheap at this point. Maybe not on the Switch. The Switch might still be a little expensive. But on other uh, platforms, you can buy like 5 or $10. It is a game that, um, as an RPG, it, it is definitely a uh, a work of art. But now if you get the chance, if you don't get into it, Do what I did, watch the show, and then play the game again, and you'll be like, okay, now now I'm digging it. But with that said, CD Projekt Red, this is from IGN, has confirmed that a new Witcher game is currently in development and that it will use the Unreal Engine 5. While not much has been revealed about this upcoming game, the announcement did confirm that this new game will be kicking off a new saga for the franchise and a new technology partnership with Epic Games. No development time frame or release date were given either, but CD Projekt Red did share a teaser image, which you can see below, that features a medallion and the phrase, A New Saga Begins. CD Projekt did state, however, that we are not planning on making the game exclusive to one storefront, despite working together with Epic. So, um, well, let me uh, go a little more because uh, actually it goes into the photo, which I'll attach a link to this. Uh, there was also no word as to whether Geralt of Rivia would star in this new saga, but the medallion does appear to be of a similar fashion to Geralt's wolf medallion that is just one of those that were given to witcher candidates from the school of the wolf after they passed the trial of the grasses. The medallion is covered in snow, so it could be from one of the school of cat or new school altogether, but we will have to wait to find out. So that's one of, it's, just a, it's a teaser picture, and this does look like it's a, a cat, as opposed to, if you play the witch of the game, you know that the medallion they have is a wolf, because they're from the school of the wolf. So, it might not be, it might not have Geralt at all, or maybe he'll make a little surprise appearance. I kind of hope they don't uh, use Geralt. If you play the game, you could see that maybe, you know, when that game was over, it was it was the end of of his story. We'll see. I don't see this game coming out anytime soon. If it does come out. You know, of course, a lot, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, things that happen with game development, but let's hope for the best. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe this will be in the maybe by the time this comes out, we'll all be able to buy a PlayStation 5, or maybe the PlayStation 6 will be out and we won't be able to get that either. Either way, uh, um, I'm excited. This is, the, I did like the, the last Witcher. Now, the thing about CD Projekt Red, the last game they put out was cyberpunk which did not have the best launch and still is having issues um i have not played it because i can't uh, on ps4 it supposedly runs just god awful so i haven't played it but who knows what the uh what they did with the Witcher was was fantastic i think i i don't i don't know what happened with the whole uh uh cyberpunk i mean i i, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt but they the one big thing that I believe what, in my opinion was had me lose faith in uh, this company, CD project red was they put out, they put out the game in in a bad state, but they wouldn't let reviewers uh, talk about it or they wouldn't let reviewers. I don't think they even gave them copies of the PS4 copy, which, uh, which was really bad. Uh, So it's, they, they were hiding something hoping that people would just buy it and not do anything about it and just not return it and just, you know, uh, take it. And that's not a way that's they, they've been known when they put the witch route, they were known as a company that with a good rapport with their fans, that they would always put out free DLC uh, that they were transparent. They made changes when they were necessary. And with this last game, it seemed that they, they went from being pretty much one of the top uh development companies to really down there with with the shady practices that they did by putting this out without reviews without telling people that how it ran on their allowing allowing a lot of people ps4 has a huge huge um uh player base for them to buy these games and just let it happen like that that just seemed really um it seemed deliberate and and it seemed uh unt- Uh, It it seemed bad, uh, for lack of a better term. But we'll see what the new game puts out. All right. On to the other game that will be releasing soon. And I do apologize. My computer is uh, freezing up. Ah, (laughs) this is my thing here. New Immortals Phoenix Rising. Now, there is a... Let me quickly read this for you. Now this is from Eurogamer. It says the Assassins. Uh, it goes into Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Ubisoft reportedly working on Immortals: Phoenix Rising sequel and the new Prince of Persia. So uh, I won't read the whole article, but just going to go into a little bit here. It says Assassin's Creed has been rumored, but not yet confirmed. For instance, and there's reportedly a third entry in Ubisoft's racing series, The Crew, on the way, currently being referred to as Project Orlando. Henderson also reports a sequel to 2020's enjoyable Greek mythology themed open world adventure, Immortals Phoenix Rising, is in the pre production stage with Ubisoft currently hiring for the title. Perhaps most interesting of all, however, is a claim that Ubisoft Montpellier is currently working on a new Prince of Persia title, separate from the Ubisoft, Ubisoft Poon's Troubled Sands of Time remake, which will reportedly be a 2.5D gaming take inspiration from ori all right so those two things those are both games that i really really liked uh I, as i mentioned earlier mortals phoenix rising look they're pre-production this game won't come out for a while by that time hopefully i'll be back in the mood to play uh, another immortals game i can tell you right now that if this game was out now after i'm done with this one i wouldn't go back to play it i, I would have to do something else like i've been playing way too much of this game I don't know how it ends yet, so I don't know uh, if a sequel would, you know, how they would treat a sequel. But um, yeah, I mean, if it's if it's more of the same and better, uh, I, I there are some things that I believe they could. Um, just even though I haven't played the beat the game, I played a lot. I'm talking, I think, at fifty hours right now on Immortal's Phoenix Rising, and. There are a couple of issues that I've had that I wish they will fix. Number one, and I, I've, I've read that this happens with other people, is uh, after you play for a while, there is a very bad lag. I have to stop the game, go back to the uh, go back to my home page, and then come back to or the home screen, then come back and play the game. Uh, and it gets to the point where if I move the uh, the control stick left. Uh, a second later, the character will move. It's really bad, especially in a game where there are times where you have to have uh, quick reflexes. Number two is more enemy di- uh, diversity. There's got to be, there's like this, about four or five of the same characters that just appear over and over again, different color scheme, things of that nature, but it's pretty much the same ones. Um, they have to add more. It's, it's a Greek mythology god of war did it i mean there's so many characters you could just really um really add on to it and uh i mean those are two big ones you know this is my take and maybe one day i'll go into this a little bit more but if they were going to do a new one i would love it if they would do it with maybe um mayan or and or aztec kind of uh mythology and, and use that there's been a lot of greek uh mythologies used right now uh uh, the uh, Viking and Norse gods are uh, are the um, are the craze, and that that's just not But you know, when you look into, you know, if you ever get a chance, take a look at a lot of the Mayan and Aztec gods. They're just they're abundant. They could be used. You know, they could be. Uh, you you could create a story. There are right now games that have used that, but they're not that popular, and they're good, but they're not really reaching out to uh, a lot of the mainstream or the the uh, the, the mainstream players, the, the people who um, who actually don't go out and try to find these uh, smaller independent games. But to see something like that with Immortals, I think would be awesome. Now, look, if they stick st- with the Greek mythology, that's fine. But I think they have to add, as I stated, more diverse enemies as well as um, change. Uh, uh, get rid of some of the bugs because that's been a big issue with me and. Trust me, at playing fifty plus hours, I've noticed it plenty, plenty of times. But on to the next part: the Prince of Persia 2.5 remake. Um, some people might not know this, but a game. The original Prince of Persia was originally just a a, um, a side scrolling game. It was. Uh, it I believe you had an hour to beat it. I do own it uh, for the TurboGrafx, Graphics, and it was it was a fun game. But you had one hour to beat it. And a 2.5 version, I believe a version of that was created for the PSP, and I have that one too. I played a little bit of it, and uh, it's fun. But it wasn't the Prince of Persia that I wanted to play at the time. I'll have to go back and play it sometime if they release a new one. That's a 2.5 remake. Hey, let's see. You know, let's see what happens. I don't think something like that would be a uh, a bigger player. That might be like a smaller release, but it'd be fun to see. Finally, and one more release that we have coming up, and that is Moss. Moss Book 2 launches later this, this month. And if I can read this article, also from Eurogamer. PlayStation VR sequel Moss Book 2 will arrive on the 31st of March. Developer Polyarch unveiled the release date today and shared a fresh gameplay trailer. The follow-up to the original acclaimed adventure contains the story of the adorable mouse Quill and picks up right where the first game left off. Expect more puzzles and scrapes for our mousy hero. The original mouse found its way to PC-based VR platforms, though there's no word on those for the follow-up just yet. I chatted with Bungie and Bioware veteran Joshua Stixma, design director on Moss Book 2, about the project after it was announced back in the summer. He states quote, our structure works well for a linear story, but that doesn't mean our geography has to be completely linear. Stixman said of the sequel, there's going to be more opportunities to go off the path. This is about expanding the world, the journey with Quill, but also the story of these environments, why they're like they are, unquote. Um, Moss, for anybody that doesn't know, it was, it's, it's a it's a VR game. It was... Uh, Jose kept telling me about this one. He's like, you got to get Moss. It's a great game. I, I own it. It is a fantastic game. Um, and and again, I, I, I always bring like a, uh, the one bad thing about it. Look, I don't know if there's much bad about Moss other than the fact that I can't keep playing it because it's in VR. And after I have the helmet on for so long, I'm just like, I got to take it off. I can't keep it. I can't play that for like five, six hours. You know, after about an hour or so, an hour and a half, I've to take it off. But I can tell you that game is uh it's not just a VR game. Like some games, you're like, okay, it's oh here comes something at me. No, Moss is imagine if you enter, you enter the world of this character. It's a mouse, and and it think it, it's a it's a little mouse that like a fairy tale. You know, it's a warrior mouse, and they you can actually enter part of it, you go into their village, which is along a river, and they have little houses and tree trunks, and it's just describing it doesn't do it justice. It's you go in there and you feel like you've entered uh, a a world you know like like Tolkien, you know, you've entered this fantasy world and you're actually there. where you turn around and you'll see like uh, a little uh, a little house with you know <laughs> a little house for a mouse but there's smoke coming off the uh, chimney. You'll see mice, a little mouse kind of walking next to you. Uh, when you have uh ma or quill, uh, quill, I think is the name, name of your character. When, um, when she finishes uh, a match, you can actually high five her. You can pet her. And uh, it's just, it, it, it's an experience and each level's a little bit different. You, everything's just miniaturized in, in the, in, in our real world, it's miniaturized, but it's also given that fantasy feel. And it's a beautiful game. The puzzles aren't too difficult. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope if this game does come out, that if it does uh, release with the non-VR, if it, re- I hope it releases both for VR and non-VR. And if it does come out for VR, that they do it justice and just don't create a game and say, well, you can play it in VR because it's Moss is definitely one of the top experiences for PlayStation VR that, that I've, I've ever had. I know Jose believed it was for him to, again, this wasn't a game that was taken and imported and given a VR treatment. This game was made for VR in mind and it's just um, definitely fantastic. It's a beautiful game and uh, one that, I'm hoping with the new release which is coming out very very soon. I think they said March 31st. Um yeah, I hope I hope we get a VR on this one too. Finally our last uh, article of the day and that is Elden Ring is Steam's sixth biggest game ever according to concurrent player count. Jeez, Elden Ring, Elden Ring. That is everywhere. There's a Eurogamer article and I just you talk about this. This is something that I didn't think I would see this quickly that a, a Souls like an Elden Ring, you know, that this is a Dark Souls game has become extremely popular, that it's now uh, what all the cool kids are playing. Uh, I've never been a Dark Souls fan. I might go back and try again. I've played Bloodborne and I played Demon Souls. They're just, they're difficult for sure, but they're so difficult that they're, I've, I don't have the time to, what the, you know, what they say, get good. You know, um, I barely have time to record, you know, this podcast, which I absolutely love to do, but, you know, to get to have the time to also uh spend hours trying to get good at a game. It's just I, I don't have that. And and it's not, not even so much that, but it's if you you there's so much backtrack if you lose, if you die, you have to go back and get your souls and. Yeah, there's so much backtrack that I just don't have time for that. And but look, I'm happy it's popular, and I'm happy that they sold. They're selling well. This is a game that you know if it goes on sale, I will definitely pick it up. Uh, I did play Bloodborne. I might go back and try it. You know, I, I just uh, right now it's not my thing. Who knows? Give me give me a couple of months. I come might come back and tell you. Oh, I was so wrong that these dark school games are the way to go. But to again to say that this game is selling gangbusters is an understatement this this game is just just knocking it out of the park people are loving it uh it's just doing people are saying probably it will be voted one of the best games if not the best game of the year and it's only march of 2022 but uh yeah we'll see where we uh what happens there but again i'm just happy that uh, more people are playing this and uh I guess a lot of people out there really like tough games. So, we are going to take a quick break. And I'm just going to quickly talk about... We're going to come back. I'm going to quickly talk about a movie I saw this past weekend. Then we're going to take another break and come back with Eddie. And we're going to talk about her creepy topics. Okay. And welcome back. All right. So, I saw the batman this weekend i actually saw it with eddie and uh and another friend of mine and i am so i've i've looked a lot of reviews i went in there wanting to like oh, let me say this i did not want to see it at first i'm like uh, i don't want to see this batman it just doesn't i doesn't doesn't look like it's my thing i really really liked the nolan batman's specifically the first and the second one the third one with bane I've only seen once, I think, and it was good. It was I did it just. It's hard to beat the second one. So when the new one came out, I'm thinking, eh, it's too soon, but whatever. I mean, and uh, don't get me wrong. There's been the other ones with uh, I believe it was Ben Affleck, uh, and those are those are okay. They're fun. They're enjoyable. Uh, it's a it's a popcorn movie. But I saw this one, and I'd seen so many good reviews i'd read good reviews and seen good reviews thinking you know what maybe i'll give it a shot maybe i'll like it when they're open within um with an open mind just thinking i'm going to dig this movie and i and again after i watched i came back and i, I saw more reviews on youtube to see does anybody agree with me the only person that agreed with me and i'm like I'm like oh man i can't believe i'm in this boat is the um i forgot the guy's first name Shapiro, I think his name is. He's like the super conservative guy. And I was watching his review. I'm like, no, that's not why I don't like the movie. But yeah, I, mean, I can't believe I'm in the same boat with, with that dude. Um, but I, so there were a few things. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, I, it's, it's hard to put into words without giving uh, too much away. But let's just say the, this Batman stars uh I believe it's Robert Pattinson and he plays a i'll I'll say this and uh it, pretty much ninety percent of the movie he is Batman there's it it takes place you know in a dark Gotham uh there you have the riddle, and these are all uh, uh topics or these are all things you will hear and uh, that they'll you'll be told about in the in the trailer so even if you haven't seen the trailer, then I guess I would say uh, spoilers ahead because there's um, – I'm not going to get into sp- too many spoilers, but get into more of what, what you would you would have seen in the trailer. So you have the Riddler, Riddler you have uh, Penguin, and you have Catwoman. And this is treated more of a um, – more in the vein of Seven. I mean, it, it really is. It really is treated – Kind of like Seven, uh, which that which is a, uh, the Fincher movie, which is a, a great movie. That's a great, great movie, but treated like Seven meets uh, as like a, a twenty detectives, a nineteen twenties or nineteen forties. Sorry, nineteen forties detective drama. You know where it's like ah, that. That Gale had gams. You know. You know. Well, you know what I'm talking about. You know that. Um, <laughs> that's an awful impersonation. Uh, but uh. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> that gal, um, but uh, so it, it's it's it, it's a combination of the two. So you have that detective, and don't get me wrong, seven did have uh a detective edge to it, but that was that was a very um that, that kind of it, it bordered in a thriller horror movie, um, and not so much uh, just detect uh, a detective movie. The problem is there's uh, it wants to be seven, but doesn't go full out. I mean, I think it's a PG 13 movie, so it doesn't go that R where it's like, you know, this person's scary. And, and look, I'm not asking for, for it to be gory, but I'm asking, you know, if you're gonna, if you're going to treat a character as, as, as evil, you know, you, you may, you don't have to go to an extreme, but I think you have to do a little more than what, what they were willing to show. But Look, that's minor um there's there were some parts where uh i laughed when i wasn't supposed to because i thought it was cringy there were some some of the riddles when you when he solves it i'm like oh are you serious really there's two off the top of head where i was just like uh this is just bad um batman himself is supposed to be uh not not so much like a brand new batman but he's been around but he's still kind of clunky and it he's like it's emo batman and maybe that's the other part i didn't like i know batman's always been emo but this is this is to an extreme i mean this is you know when you know when a kid says mom it's not a phase i believe this batman i don't know if you know this is you know he was too emo now there are certain changes uh towards the end but i just didn't i didn't feel it and i don't know why i didn't vibe with the movie uh one of my friends that i was with she said that she didn't she thought she, <laughs> so i'll say this the, the two people i was with also were not big fans and i asked them first what they thought i didn't want to kind of um give them my ideas and then they're like oh yeah, yeah i didn't like it either they 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 said well yeah it was okay not that great um And that's in different, that's in contrast to what a lot of these reviewers are saying. And I don't know what I'm missing out on. I don't know. And a lot of people are saying, I got to see it a second time because it was so good. I feel like I have to see, I will not in the theater, but I'm going to see it a second time. I think it comes out on HBO to see maybe I missed something. You know, maybe it is good. And I've just, I, I, I missed something, but it wasn't it wasn't what i was expecting there was it's a 3 hour movie and that honestly that didn't matter but even uh, i'll give you another uh, another issue i had it's a 3 hour movie and i believe the first like 20 30 minutes everything is so slow i am talking people walk slow uh, everything just goes slow and uh, it was just dragging I'm like why are they intentionally walking so slow i even had to make a comment to the person next to me like, I think these people, you know, it's like, I I, I don't know, I don't get it. And it's, I guess, to bring the mood out, but just not what I was, not what I was feeling, not what I think uh, a Batman, a Batman character should be. You think a Batman's a ninja and a detective and not just a, a grumpy emo kid. Uh, some of the, uh, I will say this, the, uh, the character of the penguin played by Colin Farrell, that I did like, I think he did a really good job. Uh, you could barely tell, you could not tell at all. It was him. Uh, he sounded, he sounded more like Robert De Niro, if anything. Um, and uh, actually his mannerisms were very much like Robert De Niro. So his character was really good. The Riddler was creepy uh, to a certain extent. Um, there were times where I'm like, I'm like, ah, yeah, th- there's a little overacting. I Sometimes I get a feeling that ever since the Joker, and I'm talking like the, uh, the one from uh, the, um, was it the Dark Knight Returns or the, uh, the Heath Ledger version of the Joker, that all the other characters that play villains kind of have to try to outdo that one. Um, and even with like, you look at the uh, Jared Leto Joker and now you got this guy, it's just, uh, I don't know. I, maybe that's just me, you know, that I feel like they're, they're trying to like, we we got to match that. You sometimes don't you don't, you just do your, you know, do your own thing. It doesn't have to, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker was, is one that will, you know, that is, it's going to be hard to ever beat that, that character. Um, uh, But uh, yeah, I just, you know, I don't want to go into too much because I'm, I'm feeling I'm going to give some spoilers, but at the end of the day, if anybody that saw the, uh, the new Batman, if, you could send me an email, send me uh, on on, on uh, Twitter, send a message. Tell me what you thought. Tell me why I'm wrong and what about this movie was so great. And I'm not I, look. I'm not asking you to agree with me. If if you didn't like it, you didn't like it. Fantastic. But I want to know like what I was missing. And and again, I feel like look, I, I'm an old man, but I feel like an old man after watching this and and feeling like, well, why you know, like I everybody else like this why don't i like this um what is going on and uh yeah I, i'm just i'm the old man screaming at the sky you know this isn't my batman you know my <laughs> my batman was adam west um but yeah i just i, I don't know um just wasn't my movie i don't want to say it was bad I, I just did not think it was as great as other people have made it out to be other uh, reviewers have said it's like their favorite one since the one with Heath as the Joker. I absolutely disagree with that. Uh, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't badly made and it was just, I don't know, just not my thing. So guys, tell me what you, what you thought of uh, the Batman when you do see it. And uh, with that said, maybe uh, at some point uh, Ed and I will do a spoiler review of it and maybe we could talk more you know bounce something off each other about why we um, why we didn't like it and uh, because we actually we saw it, we saw that movie after we recorded the the creepy portion of the podcast or we would have talked we'd have spoken about that. But with that said guys oh if you have any if anyone has any uh, topics they want us to talk about or have their opinions on what I brought up, feel free to email us at geekerscreeperscast at gmail.com. That is GeekersCreepersCast at gmail.com. And uh, uh, that's Cast, C-A-S-T, at gmail.com. Or you can uh, follow us and send us a tweet on uh, Twitter, and that is at GeekersCreepers. So I'm going to take a quick break, guys. And afterwards, it won't just be me. You'll be hearing. You'll also be listening to Ed, and we're going to be getting a little creepy. So with that said, we'll be right back. And welcome back to Geekers Creepers. This is a podcast where we talk about the geeky side of life and we talk about the creepy side of life. So, as I mentioned before, we are going to be joined by my good friend and fellow creepy talker, Ed, Eddie, Eddie Spaghetti. So, Ed, how have you been?
1: Been doing good, man. Uh, you know, it's been busy. Uh, life's been a little hectic with... Um, um, All the, uh, all the delays and stuff like that with, uh, with my job, uh, well, all the, all the uh, logistical things that have been, uh, (laughs) going on. But, uh, other than that though, um, I, you know, I think I, I think we've, um, I see light at the end of the tunnel, and I think we're doing. I think we're doing pretty good, so uh, I'm. I'm happy.
0: <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, Eddie here. Uh, he joined us last time when we spoke about some of our creepy topics. He decided to come back, yeah. and uh, we've got a few things we're going to be talking about today. And uh, Eddie, uh, actually, I just saw him the other day. We actually went for a uh, uh, went out trekking out in the uh, uh, out in the mm-hmm. uh, the nature trails. Trying to look for a Bigfoot, but with no luck. No, 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 no. Bigfoot, no Mothman, huh? We
1: we we missed uh, we missed out on the uh, and and uh, pot- potential woolly mammoth uh, spottings. No, no, nothing. Oh, uh, you know what okay. else we
0: didn't get to see? I thought we were going to go stop by the Ovaltine factory to see if there were the uh, the local. Uh, Worshipping the the, the, yeah. the devil worshippers, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, that will that will definitely be on the. Um, that definitely be on the docket, you know, for uh, <laughs> for things to do. Well, I don't know uh, if you... for power walks. <laughs>
0: the, the power walks. Yes, we are the power walk. Uh, we're gonna uh, pretty spooky soon. Walks. <laughs> the, sp- the spooky walks. <laughs> we're gonna be visiting some haunted malls and start uh, while well, we do some power walks. Um, the. Uh, Oh, what was I say? Oh, you know, I don't know if you know this, uh, Ed, but we actually have Geekers Creepers has a uh, a Twitter, and uh, what we could do is like next time we take the trail, I'll take a picture of what used to be the the quote unquote uh, satanic uh, ritual building, and I'll post <laughs> it on our Twitter profile.
1: And uh, you want me to be a tour guide or <laughs>
0: <laughs> walk into somebody's random apartment? This is where That's I. <laughs> Here's the
1: pitchfork foyer. Uh, <laughs> here's the uh, anti-baptismal uh, sink uh, for uh, <laughs> satanic baptisms. No, um, yeah, definitely. No, I think I think that's something that uh, uh, us and the gang, and uh, uh, I think that would be a fun thing to uh, fun thing to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know, one thing we could always do and um, for our listeners, maybe one day uh, there's a group of us that we usually kind of get together and we do little little get togethers A lot of times lately it's been a lot of walking. Uh, sometimes we'll go out, you know, I mean, we're not we're not 60, but, you know, we don't we don't uh, go out partying all the time. But maybe one day we could do like a spooky ghost tour or something like that and kind of come mm-hmm. back and see uh, if that was uh, anything, uh, if we saw anything or anything came out of it.
1: Yeah, definitely. No, that'd that'd be interesting.
0: (laughs) But with that said, let's start talking about these creepy topics of the week. As I mentioned, we're going to go into some of the creepy topics. And then at the end, we're going to talk about the Savannah syndrome, which I I want to say I'm not Geekers Creepers. We try not to be too political or anything like that. Every now and then we might talk about something. This topic actually came up before everything that's been going on. I know there's a lot of things going on in, in the world uh, I spoke with Ed about this. I'm like, hey, this is a crazy little topic. You want to talk about it? And um, mm. so it's kind of it, 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 it can you know it can get a little um, more relatable now. It wasn't meant to be done on purpose. It was just that I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this a few weeks back, especially with everything that's going on with uh, Russia and Ukraine. This is kind of one of those things. that's, well, well, you'll see when we get there, Ed. But with that said, let's talk right. about the first weird topic of the week.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: And the first one is about this unusual, mysterious, quote, hairy snake found at the Sakon Nakhon province in Thailand. I will include links to all these articles that we're going to talk about, especially because a lot of these have videos, which I'm, all our listeners would want you to take a look at. So oh. let me read this here. Oh, I see Eddie's listening to the video. Sorry, about,
1: <laughs> sorry about that. I meant to mute that. Uh...
0: Trust me. I found out, too, when I was watching this. So let me read the article here. It says a mysterious hairy snake found in the Nakon Sakon or Sakon Nakhon province of Thailand has people wondering what exactly it is. The snake is reminiscent in appearance to the North American fur-bearing trout, although no specimens, living or dead, have ever been found to support the fur-bearing trout's existence, and it is widely considered to be a tall tale. According to Newsflare, the snake was found by a local man, too, age 49, who noticed its slow it. Who noticed it's moving slowly in dirty water near his comb where he was walking, to retrieve the snake and placed it in an earthen water jar, after which he showed the captured reptile to members of his family who were confounded by its bizarre dragon like appearance. Quote, I have never seen a snake that looked like this before. My family and I thought it would be useful to let people find out what it is and research about it, said to 30 year old niece, Warporn Panyarsar. Sorry if I'm butchering these names. Panyarsarn took a video of the creature and posted it on TikTok on February 26th, hoping an expert would be able to identify it. Some locals commented to say that the seemingly hairy snake could be a puff-faced water snake with the moss growing from its body due to the length of time it spends in rocky crevices and still shallow swamp water. Panyarsarn was reluctant to accept that as an answer since as she said, "I don't know what the body here is, but I tried to use a rake and it didn't come off at all." However, Thai snake expert and science educator, Narut Nick Chamgan, posted a video to his YouTube channel corroborating the suspicions of locals and explained that he believed the animal to be a skull snake due to the appearance of its nose and that the moss and algae likely responsible for the snake's hairy appearance has grown into its skin but should be shed when it molts. So, uh, Ed, I see you're watching the video, correct?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, correct, right now.
0: Oh, see it? now you're hearing it from my side here sorry about uh, that okay um so with this video that you're watching what i mean this is just it is uh well well the picture
1: the picture itself um doesn't really uh i mean it looks like uh it looks like a really long koosh ball <laughs> <laughs> it really and, does uh, <laughs> and, uh, um yeah, you know, it's just uh no it just looks like someone um the picture, the picture alone, I, it's either that, or it's like, um, you know, some type of, um, millipede or hairy centipede, like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like a caterpillar or something like that. But if you look at the video, it's, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's stung, it, the tongue is like wiggling out like a, like a snake. And, um, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, it's really, I mean, it's really interesting looking, but, uh. Yeah, I can't, I can't really see, you can't really see like a, like a, like a face's head in there, really. Yeah, I mean, you guess. Uh,
0: like it's somewhere I mean, inside it's all it, that fur, whatever a, that is.
1: Somewhere, somewhere. I, I mean, I guess you can kind of see eyes, but it's like, no, you really can't. Uh, it, it, it really looks like, uh, I, I, at first I was just like, I'm like, oh, okay. Some type of like caterpillar in, mm-hmm. in like the, the thailand rainforest or something like that and like uh but uh no this this definitely um it's it's moving around like kind of like a snake so um it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty wild looking uh so uh yeah let let me ask this
0: do you know what a cryptozoologist is
1: um is that a um
0: those are like people that 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 are into like, you know, like Bigfoot, they search for Bigfoot. They're, they're, they're right. looking into these like, cryptids, the ones that creatures that uh, people say they've seen, but nobody's ever actually um, right. captured or that we don't have proof of. So mm. when I look at this, my first thought is, had this not been captured, this creature, somebody would say, yeah. I saw this hairy snake, and it might be a legend, and nobody would ever believe this person. They would say, that right. man yeah. was nuts um yeah there's no such thing as a hairy snake you know it was just what he saw was a snake with a bunch of um with a bunch Uh of uh dirt on it and he thought it was hair you know but they captured it and now we have something now again this might be a hoax if it is it's a very well done hoax um it might be just the that moss that people are saying is on there but that is it's very it, it and again, I want it, people to watch this video because it doesn't look like it's just moss hanging on. It looks like it's it a new species, no. uh, or maybe no, a looks, mutation.
1: I, I, yeah, either it, I, I'm I'm looking at that, and I'm just like, well, I I I mean, you you would figure like snakes, they would have found more snakes like this, or mm-hmm. this issue would have been found. But it's uh, I don't know. It, it really, it, yeah, it looks like it could be. Uh, it looks like it could be a new species, but, uh, um, uh, yeah, the, the thing about that is like, how, how is this algae so uniform on it? You know, it looks like it's like, um, looks like it's brushed, you know, like
0: he went to the salon before he, had he went to her. the <laughs>
1: salon and, 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 uh, this is, uh, this is like a lady Gaga look or something, <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, uh, no, it's it, the, the snake is, um, no, it, it, I, I, it, it feel if you for me it would be like I'm like oh god this is a new this is a new type of snake but mm-hmm. uh, new species but, uh, um, uh, I, I guess in 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 the article it says no this this uh, this is algae that's uh, building onto the snake and once it molts it'll <laughs> look like a normal snake so um, I, I guess we have to look for the follow up TikTok video and yeah see
0: the. And that, if that, that's that true.
1: If that actually is,
0: hmm. yeah. The one thing I do worry about, you know, it is a TikTok video. So whenever we see TikTok, <laughs> my first thought is like, all right, you got some kids that are trying to, you know, go viral, which they did.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but just the video itself, if it is a TikTok fake video, they did a, a bang jo- a bang up job. You know, this is it's oh, awesome, that's it good. Um, no, but if it really is something different, I think, um this will just give credence to a lot of like the cryptozoologists who say, see, there can be a Bigfoot, you know, because this is, uh this is something that would, again, that if somebody were to tell you, I saw this hairy snake, you know, like little legitimately <laughs> look like, like animal from the, uh from the Muppet babies, you know, like, except with, uh, you know, it, just crawling around that you would say like, you, you are nuts. There's no way that you saw this, but Correct. if it really exists, yeah. that is, I mean, that just kind of, what else is out there that we haven't found what else is out there that's just like that that defies what we think uh you know an animal would you know would look like you know what 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 have we not found that just that would surprise us and if this is real that's just that's amazing
1: yeah, well, we have to do a special um uh Thailand edition of uh geekers <laughs> creepers then so I think it's I think off it's to, settled for me. Yeah,
0: off to Thailand we go to to <laughs> find the snake.
1: <laughs> off to Thailand to find hairy snakes. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound right. Sorry. Do not take that the wrong way, people.
0: <laughs> he brings Eddie brings out the creeper in Geeker's Creepers.
1: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. And,
0: <laughs> On to the next topic, topic, for sure. All right. This next one. All right. We go from the snakes of Thailand to the skies of Lake Michigan. In this one, we have a fleet of UFOs that were seen over Lake Michigan. And with this, I will also read the article. This article was actually from one of our – oh, the last article. Let me – sorry. The snake one was – from uh, the Singular 14. This next one is actually from Anomalian. And let me read this over here. This is a fleet of UFOs flew low over a highway in Illinois. Uh, I'll read this article. A mysterious group of several glowing spears silently slowly flew along a busy road in Illinois near Lake Michigan before the glow of the balls began to fade and eventually disappeared into the night sky. The video... Uh, was filmed on November 26, 2021, at approximately 6 p.m. According to an eyewitness, the objects moved completely silently and changed formation, moving towards Lake Michigan. Initially, a triangle of three shiny spears was seen in the sky, and then it broke up and more spears appeared, moving in the dark sky. Earlier UFOs were repeatedly spotted in the Lake Michigan area, which is why American UFOologists have a theory that the deep cold waters of the lake may hide an alien base. As for the video, initially skeptics began to say that Elon Musk's satellites got on the video, and then a version appeared that the shiny spears were actually helicopters with searchlights. In turn, political scientist Thomas Warusco suggested that the video could have captured the flight of a secret U.S. aircraft, TR-3B. The TR-3B yeah. is a yet unconfirmed black project by the U.S. Air Force, allegedly created by the Advanced Weapons Laboratory, DARPA. All right, I'm going to share the screen, Ed, and we're going to watch this video real quick. It's not too long, but we can see some of the uh, some of these crazy things in the sky. Are you watching it right now also? Yes, I am. Right, let me just... Uh, uh, all right, let's share the screen with sound on. All right. Can you see this uh, video here, Ed? Uh, kind of. Uh, well, you see.
1: You don't it, so. need you. You know what? You don't need to share it because I'm looking at it on my big screen. Um, okay,
0: that's fine. Here. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna play so, just for a minute so the, yeah. the listeners can take a. So what we're looking at right now. They're filming these three. Uh, looks like balls in the sky that are in a triangular pattern. Hmm. They're just in Beach Park, Illinois, and uh, de Waukegan, Illinois. so he says they're in okay. Beach Park and they're seeing this right oh, above Waukegan, Illinois. Illinois, and they, they're kind of just floating together just in a particular triangular sphere. Oh.
1: And okay. behind him, there's also <laughs> other
0: uh, looks like balls of light that are coming. So... I'll say this: that the whoever's recording this, I give him props. He's doing a very good job recording this,
1: and avoiding uh, and avoiding traffic. Yes, and avoiding and avoiding uh, collisions. <laughs> but, uh, so
0: I'm gonna mute this, and while we while I keep playing the video, what do you think this is, Ed?
1: Well, um, uh, the Zoom, uh, I uh, there's a picture of their. Of a zoomed in, um, uh, triangle. Now what, is that something that people, is that like an
0: artistic rendering? No, I or believe that's, that that's from in? a separate video. I think that's just from, uh, that's, okay. th- that's like, a uh, cool. th- that's supposed to be the TR3B. I believe okay. that's actually from a hoax video from a while back, but they just, oh, okay. it, it adds a little pizzazz to the article.
1: Yeah. Um, well, okay. So two things, um, I I have a strange I have a feeling this is uh, these are uh, uh, these are just drones. Um,
0: okay.
1: And uh, um, uh, there's not a lot in, on the video that makes me sig- sig- think that this is like some type of alien aircraft of any of some sort. Um, and then um, side note, I don't know if I. I thought I heard this uh, recently uh basically the US uh said in September they're going to um actually unveil whatever their 6th generation uh uh stealth aircraft mm-hmm. so um and I, I I apparently they had a like a like a news um whatever a news expo on it and uh uh there's no pictures no no descriptions but uh long story short is uh something apparently something pretty big, big news is coming out in September. So I, I don't know if you've heard that or, um, Mm -mm. I don't know if, uh, um, I don't know. I I mean, it could have been something like that, but uh, in all honesty, this, this looks like it's drones and, um, uh, uh, and that's, that's about it. Uh, but it's, uh, he he is, he is doing a pretty good job of, uh, recording um, filming it.
0: And when you say drones, yeah, are you talking true. about just people with like, you know, like a hobbyist with their drones and find them across with drones
1: and stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, I mean, like a few years ago, they, there was a guy flying uh, like a drone millennium Falcon uh, in, my, <laughs> yeah. in the park down the street from me. And uh, I don't know if you ever saw those. It was kind of, I don't really think I've seen those oh, that's though. Pretty
0: cool. Okay.
1: That uh, no, was pretty cool. But uh, you know, uh, it, it, it I, I would assume that in the middle of the night and, and if it came out, if it had a lights on, it would look, uh, it would look, it definitely would look uh, pretty odd. Well, I mean, I think drones look pretty, pretty off the wall, you know, like when so, they're flying around. But, uh, so
0: you think this is like maybe like a group of hobbyists just doing this as like uh, just for fun at yeah. night, trying to like mess it mean, It could be, yeah. it, it, it could be, I don't know. I can't, yeah, it, I'll say this, that if, uh, if I were to see that perfectly like mm. triangular, shape out mm. in the sky floating all you know in in uniform that would creep mm. me out I, I my first thought would you know that makes yeah. sense that it would be drones i wouldn't think that i would think yeah. it's something else because it's just yeah you know I, you know what are these guys trying to do just scare you know people into thinking that you know they're flying these things uh you know I, it, it just seems weird but it's an interesting video to anybody that you know if they get a chance i'll put a link you guys watch it tell me what you think i don't again, I don't think it's, uh, UFOs. It's just unusual. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Mm -hmm. I I think drones does make a, it, it does make a, uh, it does make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, it could also be, uh, when you think about it, wait, so where's, well, is North of Chicago, right?
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's North and it's like, you know, you just think, think of, uh, right smack in between, uh, Chicago and, um, the Wisconsin border.
0: And is it isn't there that know. air base right up there? Is it the the army base?
1: Uh well I think they have the naval base up there, right? The, yeah. And uh but that's um actually I think that's like kind of like it's, it's a little south of their Niles. I mean uh yeah, yeah. I think I mean they also I mean there's also Wheeling um the Wheeling uh airport is out there too. Mm. Um and that's uh I mean that's uh, I mean that's that's basically a private uh, like a private airport, right? Gotcha. Um, so, uh, I mean, there's stuff like that. But no, this this I- I- if anything, I mean, if it's just like stuff, small globes ho- hovering. I mean, I have a feeling it's probably like, uh, um, I, I my feeling is it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a drone of some sort, and
0: it would have to be multiple. It have to be multiple drones because that, those were multiple drones. Th- yeah, those yeah. lights were. Um, you know, pretty far separated. And then did you see like after the three lights, there were like about six or seven that were falling behind. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, So, um,
1: well, did you see, uh, which, um, what what was the summer? Where was the summer Olympics? Uh, it was in, uh, this last time. was it in
0: Korea again. I think I remember Japan. It was Japan.
1: Uh, Japan. Thank you. Um, you remember the, uh, the, the show they had like the, like the, all the all the drones they they were doing like the Unisync, uh, basically they- like that spider. Remember remember Spider Man? Yeah, yeah. Um, they are. All, uh, they had like thousands of drones just doing um, you know, doing doing like a like a coordinated uh, okay. light show essentially. So gotcha. um, yeah, I, I guess look at the opening ceremony. It was there uh, and. <laughs> i mean
0: no. hate being a skeptic but, no no like, no hey look I mean, that's, that's what we're here <laughs> for i mean it's uh yeah <laughs> you know it, that makes more sense than uh having ufos above uh above waukegan for no reason oh oh and
1: oh by the way you know people have been people have been uh driving their boats over uh you know uh ufos <laughs> for the past like 50 years uh you know i i don't know it's, it's just
0: <laughs> nobody uh <laughs> You know, Waikiki is a hotspot for alien yeah. abductions.
1: <laughs> no, no mystic. Not a lot of <laughs> no, not a lot of yachters uh, coming home uh, with uh, PTSD and uh, flashbacks or something like that. Yeah. Is it, so, isn't Mister T
0: up there? Doesn't Mister T live up in Waikiki?
1: I don't know. I, I always thought he was a little bit
0: south of there, like
1: uh-huh. uh, like Burr Ridge or something like that. But maybe
0: I yeah, maybe, that's maybe possible. It's, <laughs> it's Mister T's drones. Uh pity uh, pity the fool that thinks that they're ah, beautiful. Beautiful. The, the UFOs. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's it's, the, get, it's like, the A, it's team. a <laughs> <team. gasps> It was it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't an A. <laughs> That's what it is. It was an A. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> and they
1: and they're gonna do like coordinated uh like faces, uh doc and uh, whatever his name is, uh the face or whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, man.
1: no, no, this is this looks
0: this is, this
1: looks like drones to me, but uh, and
0: I could definitely see that. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about our next topic. Now, this is a, there's no this is one that we just have to take at, uh, I guess face value because it's just mm. it's an article, and you can tell me if you believe it or not. So with this one, this is also from Anomalian. and this is a mysterious case of teleportation on the road. Uh, That happened to a family from Argentina, and this is at the beginning of February 2022, so very recent. A very strange incident happened to three citizens of Argentina. In some incredible way, they covered 26 kilometers of highway in their car in just a minute. According to the local newspaper Info Huela, a family of three residents of the city of uh, Victorica, La Pampa province, was driving their car along Highway 105 late at night returning to their home in the neighboring province of San Luis at about 12 o'clock in the morning, a married couple and their son reached a road arc called San Luis located on the border of the provinces. And there suddenly saw a lot of lights in the sky quote, when we saw the lights at first, we thought it was a reflection from the lighting of Victorica's agricultural greenhouses. But then we realized that it was something else because we were still too far from the city. Unquote. The couple said, after that, according to people, only one minute had passed, so it seemed to them. And and su- that suddenly they realized they were driving along Augustine, I think it's Bortiri Avenue in Victorique. When they stopped, they turned their attention to their GPS device, which showed that although they had already driven almost the entire sign route to their home, they still had 26 kilometers to go. 26 kilometers is just the distance that separates the arch. Or the arc of San Luis, where they saw strange lights in the sky, and their home in Victorique. It wasn't until they'd driven a few blocks down Augustine uh, bortiri Avenue that their GPS suddenly, finally, reset to zero. An interesting detail: all three of them that night, for some reason, took what happened for granted, granted, and did not even discuss it among themselves. But the next day, they, uh, but the next day, as if waking up from a coma, began to be surprised and try to remember what had happened to them. And only then they realized that the memories are con- had confused them and they did not know what happened. Journalists at their request did not reveal the identity of all three, mentioning only that this family lives in the countryside and is engaged in farming. There's an assumption that aliens could kidnap the family because the phenomenon of missing time is very typical in such cases, especially considering the fact that in La Pampa in 1983, there was a well-known case in UFOlogy of the abduction of a man named Julio Platner by aliens. Uh, after the story went viral on social networks, a version was put forward that the family could have fallen into a random portal in space time and teleported 26 kilometers. All right. Number one, this, this article is a little confusing, but in essence, well, what's going on, they transported 26 kilometers. Let me ask this uh, in, a,
1: in a minute. So in, in a minute um, that you, uh, I guess uh, my <laughs> fledgling math, uh, mm-hmm. You divide that 1.6. It looks like they're they're doing about a thousand uh over just a little bit over a thousand miles an hour apparently. Okay. Uh if that's so, right.
0: So have you ever heard yeah. of uh like the alien abduction theories that like when they do abduct you, like time just kind of like you lose track of time. You suddenly you forget what happened and you come back, you know, you're uh you just kind of lose track of time. You you go from one place to another, and what you thought was a minute, but actually took a lot right, a lot longer. Correct.
1: so, time time dilation essentially, right? pretty much. Uh,
0: now, yeah. again, we have to take you know this family. It was in the paper. It could you know they could just be making things up. Why they would want to? Uh, they're bored, maybe. But I mean, there are there are um, uh, people who believe that uh, that yeah that this is what happens that alien. I, I think it's I forgot what movie. But I think it's famous. It was in a famous movie, I believe. Was it Fire in the Sky? Do you remember that one?
1: Correct. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah.
0: Where the person yeah. kind of just uh, is driving down the road, suddenly uh, they wake up. You know, uh, twenty miles down the line, and, and uh, for them, a minute's passed. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know. Do you think? So, my, my I, I, I don't know if I always believe. I don't. The whole alien abduction thing. It's interesting. It's fun to talk about. It just, it's one of those topics that's always makes the it's an 80s kind of thing. It was hot in the 80s, everybody was getting abducted in the 80s. You know, it was like uh, the aliens were abducted people left and right to do crazy experiments. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And
0: uh, uh, I don't know, uh, as far as like this family, if the story is real, it, it's 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 interesting, it's just interesting about that. You know, even if it's that alien, you know, the, what you have some kind of wormhole that opened up and just um you know (laughs) Uh,
1: a Donnie Darko a Donnie Darko moment or yeah (laughs) Eh. um yeah I mean it's uh I don't want to deny that they both experienced something like this but uh um I don't know yeah it's hard it's hard to hard to explain I
0: uh there's always a theory of like, you know, there's like, what is that uh, mass? Is it mass delusion? Have you ever, and yeah. I could see something like this happening where they're like, I don't remember. I don't know why you would go to the newspaper to tell them about it, but yeah, I mean, I've been at work and I've been with people that I'm like, Hey, do you remember this? And you know, you're kind of just like, you both kind of remember the wrong thing, you know, or, or you just kind of, mm-hmm. um you know, like for at work, like, for example, somebody's like, did you, I thought you gave me this folder. They're like, I gave you the folder. And you're like, I I put it here. They're like, I saw you put it there. And the next thing you know, it's, you know, in a different room and it's like, well, how did it get there? And it's like, you know, at some point, you know, everybody saw the same thing happen and uh, you know, it could be this mass, you know, and and when I say mass, it's two people, but both of them kind of backing their story up, which, you know, and the other thing is, I don't know about you, but have you ever driven around somewhere and, you just, I don't know what it's called, but it's that zone driving where you forget, you don't even know what's going on. You just kind of, it comes natural.
1: Yeah. It's second, It's second nature. I mean, you're, you, you don't even like, get, like when, like when I'm driving to work now, it's mm-hmm. just like, it's just like, how did I know to make these decisions? Like, it's just like, yeah, you don't even think about like looking. It's like, did I even look over and see a car coming? <laughs> I guess I did. but And, I, I,
0: and I, you think about that. You're like, I I've done this and I haven't thought about it in a while, but I remember like there were times I would get, because I usually take the train, but I would get to where I was supposed to be at. And I'm like, you know, I could have hit somebody and I would have totally not even realized it. Or yeah. I could have, um, or I, you know, somebody could have been coming at me. and I wouldn't realize. Cause you're just in the zone. I don't even, I don't mm-hmm. even want to call it the zone. You're just, I guess zoned out. You just know where you got to get to. And it comes in. It's like second nature. You know how to get there. Um, Correct. Yeah. It's hard to,
1: I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, that, that could be part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, with these guys, um, I, I, I mean, I, how the, the question I would have is, uh, what, what, uh, what type of like forensic stuff would they have? Would they, did they have the, did they provo- like, pr- like provide this to, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to, to the, uh, to the newspaper when they were doing the interview? I mean, that's, that's yeah. something I would see. Um, I actually, I mean, I have a, I have a GPS. You, you know, I have a GPS Mm -hmm. watch, so um, that would be something kind of cool. Like, let's say, let's say you and I did something like that, and and um, I did have uh, forensic proof of it. I mean, that would be that'd be interesting.
0: That would be crazy. I I mean, I mean, how do how do you explain something like that? You know, Mm. there's that. I don't know. Was it in the uh, Simpsons or something? Where, uh, and I think I looked it up. Where it's, it's 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 I guess a scientific possibility even though it's highly improbable mm-hmm. that like a black hole can spontaneously appear anywhere you know like all correct. of a sudden you know it would be tiny and you it, it, it would have to but it could i guess technically appear everywhere now look any scientist mm-hmm. listen to this if i'm absolutely wrong please correct me i don't i am i am in no way a scientist mm-hmm. nor way nor do i claim to be one on tv nor in this podcast but mm-hmm. you know it the idea that you know that they could be transported or that something happened to them uh and you're right like if if it happened you have your gps next thing you know you're like i got from here to here in less than a minute and the gps can't can't um can't you know does it doesn't can't explain why yeah that would be interesting that would be definitely newsworthy yeah
1: well if i'm not mistaken and this i mean this is just something uh I was just thinking about. Remember when they uh, technically discovered uh, gravitational waves? Remember mm-hmm. that the uh, uh, what was it the li- liar liar or whatever the uh or mm-hmm. whatever thing? Um, I if I'm not mistaken, part of it, what they did, what they had to do, was actually create like a very minute uh, black hole to uh, to prove that they that these they they could detect waves whatever. so so now this is beyond this is beyond both you and me i would say but uh um i guess i guess you know it's plausible and um who, who knows i mean if 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 there are um you know if there's uh nuclear science uh, whatever physicists out there that can uh help us out with this i think that'd be kind of interesting
0: but (laughs) what would be the probability and that's just crazy you know to to kind of veer off this for a little bit but just the idea that we have scientists that are you know that could create these miniature black holes like i believe remember there was the collider that people were saying that they were going to test it out and i think they were going to try to break matter or no they were trying to create the big bang like to study it and there was a theory that when they do that that there's a chance that it could end the world, you know. They they, they all of a sudden create this miniature black hole, and then, then right. that's it, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's. Uh, even, I, I mean, when they when they uh, tested the nuclear bombs, uh, I I think there were uh, a lot of. Uh, <laughs> I think some people were like, yeah, we actually might be able to. We might be blown up the world if we, if we if we did if our calculations are wrong. Yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. Yeah,
0: it's one of those crazy things that you you know you use it for you know to learn more about. You know, our, it's, it's for the sake of science, learn more about, you know, our, the history of, of the universe. But at the same time, you know, how dangerous is that? And uh, mm. but, you know, I, that, that's for another topic. Maybe that we'll do the we'll do a creepers topic about what um, black holes. Yay or nay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we are not going to be talking about I'm going to read this quick article. This is on the Havana syndrome. We're going to take a break. And then we're going to come back and talk about what is the Havana Syndrome? What was going on? Um, and this is a very uh, to our listeners out there. It is a very unusual topic. And again, when I went over this, I'm not. I did not want to touch on this topic to be current and political about what's going on with the Ukraine and Russia situation. This just I had spoke with Ed about this um, about a month and a half back because this was. Uh, I, I, it's in the article, and I've to anybody that knows about this, this is uh, this has been a mystery for some time. So the article itself is from January 21st, 2022. Let me read this here. CIA reports suggest Havana syndrome is not what it seems. All right. This is from unexplained The CIA has played on the idea that the phenomenon is due to attacks by hostile foreign power. The mysterious condition, which causes a range of symptoms, such as fatigue, headaches, and nausea, is named after a spate of such incidences, which began in Havana, Cuba, back in 2016. At the time, it was believed that U.S. diplomats were being targeted by some sort of directed energy weapon by unknown foreign agents with the, global, with the goal of disrupting, disrupting diplomatic ties with the country. Since then, similar symptoms have been experienced by dozens of U.S. personnel in multiple different countries, prompting an ongoing investigation into the phenomenon. While it had seemed as though somebody must have been deliberately charging the victims, the latest findings suggest instead that it's unlikely that any hostile foreign power was involved. Investigators were unable to completely rule it out, but in most cases, of which there have been hundreds, alternative conventional explanations were deemed to be more plausible. Understandably, those impacted by the phenomenon have been somewhat disappointed by the news. The C, quote, the CIA's newly issued report may be labeled interim, and it may leave open the door for some alternative explanations in, this, in, this, in some cases, but to scores of dedicated public servants, their families, and their colleagues, it has a ring of finality and repudiation, one group said in a statement. We have reason to believe the interim report does not even represent the consensus of the full CIA, instead reflecting the views of a subset of officials most interested in resolution and closure. As things stand, it doesn't seem as though the phenomenon will be sufficiently explained to everyone's satisfaction anytime soon. Even if most cases do have conventional explanations, if even some of them are down to genuine foreign attack, then it means that someone must be responsible for them. All right, that's the end of that article, Ed. Um, Let me, before I go into the, um, or before we take a break, have you ever heard of this, uh, uh, the Havana syndrome?
1: I I think I... uh you know, I think the first time I really ta- uh, heard about it was when we, when we did our first show and um, uh, but I, I thought I vaguely remembered uh, uh, something coming across like news, news lines, but yeah. uh, I mean, news articles. Um, but um, yeah, I mean uh, uh, this is, this is something and uh, this was something that uh, was really intriguing um, mm-hmm. for me.
0: Yeah. So let's take a quick break, guys, and we're going to be right back. I'm going to uh, I'm going to be going over the article and, you know, taking some breaks while we're going over this so we can kind of, you know, talk about this because this is uh, this this borders on creepy and to the point of. Uh, man, I hate to say this, but, you know, even the conspiracy theory, you know, and I don't I'm not a big fan of conspiracies. As I'm, let me take that back. I love conspiracies as long as they're fun. You know, um, but uh, you know, like for example, I love Bigfoot. You know, I love you know it's, it's a conspiracy Chuga Cabra, You know, having a, having a party in, in Puerto Rico that's a great conspiracy. But there are some that if they um, if they negatively, there are conspiracy theories that have negative effects on on society in general. This is one where I don't I don't know if it's a conspiracy. I don't know if it's if what it is. But we're going to talk about it soon. So mm-hmm. let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. The Havana Syndrome. The Havana syndrome is an alleged set of medical symptoms with unknown causes experienced mostly abroad by. US. government officials and military personnel. By the way, I am reading this from the Wikipedia article. Most of these uh, Most of what I'm going to be reading is going to be from this article, which I will attach a link to it. The symptoms range in severity from pain and ringing in the ears to cognitive difficulties, and were first reported in 2016 by U.S and Canadian embassy staff in Havana, Cuba. Beginning in 2017, more people, including U.S. intelligence and military personnel and their families, reported having these symptoms in other places, such as China, New Delhi, India, Europe, and Washington, D.C. The cause and validity of the illness have yet to be determined. The U.S. Department of State has referred to the events as, quote, unexplained health incidents, unquote, while CIA Intelligence Agency Director William Burns has publicly called them attacks. In 2019, a retrospective neuroimaging study of 40 affected diplomats in Cuba, published in the medical journal JAMA, found evidence that diplomats had significant brain neuroimaging differences compared to healthy control members. But it was not able to determine the cause of the observed differences and states that the clinical importance of these differences is uncertain and require further study. While there is no expert consensus on the syndrome's cause, an expert committee of the National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine concluded in December of 2020 that microwave energy, specifically directed pulse RF energy, quote, appears to be the most plausible mechanism in explaining these cases among those that the committee considered, unquote, but that, quote, each possible cause remains speculative, unquote. Other potential causes or contributing factors of the symptoms have been proposed Uh, that have been proposed have included ultrasound pesticides or mass psychogenic illness. Let's go over the events that happened on this day. So in August of 2017, reports began surfacing that American Canadian diplomatic personnel in Cuba had experienced unusual, unexplained health problems dating to late 2016. As of June, 2018, the number of American citizens experienced symptoms was 26. The original 21 events in Cuba were characterized as starting with strange grating noises coming from a specific direction. Some people experienced pressure, vibration, or a sensation comparable to driving a car with the window partly rolled down. These noises lasted from 20 seconds to 30 minutes and happened while the diplomats were, e- diplomats were either at home or in hotel rooms. Other people, Other people nearby, including family members and guests in neighboring rooms, did not suffer the same symptoms. That is crazy, Ed, that it was just these, the diplomats. Now, Mm -hmm. here's the impact on some of the uh, American diplomats, diplomats. Some U.S. embassy workers have experienced lasting health problems, including an unidentified diplomat who now needs a hearing aid. The U.S. State Department declared that the health problems were either the result of an attack or due to exposure to an unknown device and declared that it was blaming the Cuban government and would not say who was to blame. Affected people described symptoms such as hearing loss, memory loss and nausea speculation <clears throat> centered around a sonic weapon with some researchers pointing to infrasound as a possible cause in august 2017 the united states expelled two cuban diplomats in retaliation for perceived cuban responsibility the next month the u.s uh, state department stated that it was removing non-essential staff from the u.s embassy and warned u.s citizens not to travel to cuba in october 2017 President Donald Trump said he believed that Cuba was responsible for the occurrences, calling them a very unusual attack. In response to the incidences, the U.S. State Department announced in March of 2018 that it would continue to staff its embassy in Havana at the minimum level required to perform, quote, core diplomatic and consular functions, unquote. The embassy has been operating under ordered departure status since September of 2017, but the status was set to expire. This announcement served to extend the staff's reductions indefinitely. Mm -hmm. All right, so now we look at uh, the U.S. government investigation. In January 2018, the Associated Press reported that a non-public FBI report found no evidence of an intentional sonic attack. A November 28 report in The New Yorker found that the FBI's investigation into the incidents were stimulated by conflict with the CIA and the State Department. The CIA was reluctant to reveal, even to other U.S. agencies, the identities of affected officers because of concern of possible leaks. Federal rules on the privacy of employee medical records also hinder the investigation. In January of 2018, at the direction of the Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, the State Department convened an accountability review board, which is, which is, quote, an internal State Department mechanism to review security incidences involving diplomatic personnel. And then it says retired United States Ambassador to Libya, Peter Bode, was chosen to lead uh, the board. Now, as I mentioned before, there were also uh, Canadian, Canadian diplomats who were affected. We're going to skip that and going to go into not, nothing against the Canadian diplomats. We're just going to go into the Cuban government's reactions. And I want to go into some of the studies of, of the injuries. So the Cuban government reactions. After the incident was made public, the Cuban foreign minister accused the U.S. of lying about the incident and denied Cuban involvement in or knowledge of the cause of the health problems the diplomats experienced. The Cuban government offered to cooperate with the U.S. in an investigation of the incident. It employed about 2,000 scientists and law enforcement officers who interviewed 300 neighbors of diplomats, and examined two hotels, and medically examined non-diplomats who could have been exposed. NBC reported that Cuban officials stated that they analyzed air and soil samples and considered a range of toxic chemicals. They also examined the possibility of electromagnetic waves were to blame and even looked into whether insects could be the culprit but found nothing they could link to the claimed medical symptoms. The FBI and Cuban authorities met to discuss the situation. The Cubans stated that the U.S. neither agreed to share the diplomats' medical records with Cuban authorities nor allowed Cuban investigators' access to diplomats' homes to conduct tests. In 2021, a panel of 16 scientists affiliated with the Cuban Academy of Sciences um, and convened by the Cuban government reported that the narrative of the mysterious syndrome is not scientifically acceptable in any of its components. The panel addressed the microwave hypothesis directly writing, quote, no known form of energy can selectively cause brain damage with laser like spatial accuracy under the conditions described for the alleged incidences in Havana, unquote. Mm. So mm. before we go into the theories, let's just quickly just go over some of the studies regarding the injuries. At the request of the U.S. government, University of Pennsylvania researchers examined 21 affected diplomats posted to Cuba, and the preliminary results were published in the Journal of American Medical Association, JAMA, in March of 2018. The report, quote, found no evidence of white matter tract abnormalities in affected diplomats beyond what might be seen in a control group of the same age described, of the same age and described a new syndrome in the diplomats that resembled persistent concussion. While some of those affected recovered swiftly, others had symptoms for months. The study concluded that, quote, the diplomats appeared to sustain injuries to widespread brain networks. Subsequent neuroimaging findings by the University of Pennsylvania team were published in JAMA in in July of 2019. The retrospective neuroimaging study of 40 affected diplomats studied found that, compared to healthy groups, the 40 diplomats in Havana who had reported injury had experienced brain trauma. Advanced MRI scans revealed, quote, differences in whole brain white matter volume, regional gray and white matter volume, cerebellar microstructural integrity, and functional connectivity in the auditory and visual spatial subnetworks, unquote, but found no difference in executive functions. The study concluded that the U.S. government personnel had been physically injured in a way consistent with the symptoms they described but expressed no conclusion on the cause, source, or clinical importance of the injury. The New York Times reported outside experts were divided on the study's conclusions. Some saw important new evidence. Others say it is merely a first step towards an explanation and difficult to interpret given the small number of patients. All right. So it goes into a little more detail. We're going to talk about the theories right now with just this that we have. And look, this is everything that I've read here is we've got studies. This isn't, you know, uh, this isn't about about the people that you know in argentina that turned the corner and went one mile and it was a, a little report in the newspaper this isn't you know? about you know those lights in the sky in chicago that you know like you said were probably um uh the drones this is something that has been studied by multiple reputable sources that you have diplomats who said they were affected but there's no conclusive evidence the only thing we have the latest thing we have is just the uh, was that article that I first read before the break stating that, well, this is, uh, it, it's nothing, you know, don't worry about it. it, it, it we, we've concluded that it, it was no big deal. I don't know. Ed, right now. Well, what do you think? Well,
1: well, uh, well the, the, I guess uh, what they're thinking is it's not any, uh, consistent foreign power or something. Uh, mm-hmm. essentially uh, there's, there's not, a, um, it's hard to say, uh, I mean, um, I mean, I hate saying this. Uh, I, well, I, I know you didn't want to bring up uh, recent acti- like, uh, issues, no, but uh, no, uh, let me, me say this: about, we,
0: we can bring yeah. it up. We can bring it up. What I just want to say is like this, when we talked about this, it's an, it wasn't meant to, for me to be timely with, you know, what's going on now. I know we're going to have to bring up you Russia at some not. point because, but but it is something we can bring it up. I want us to be, you know, like what we really think this is going on here, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Well,
1: yeah, well, let's not, let's not. And, and let's just say it's like, uh, there were two, uh, two diplomats that have been poisoned. Uh, one died, one died in London. Right. The Mm -hmm. and then one, um, another one, uh, almost got killed in the Ukraine. Uh, and this is, this is before, uh, you know february you know 2022 this mm-hmm. is this is a while ago um let's uh, i mean it, uh, let's just let's just say that they uh, that uh they've proven to be bold who uh whoever did this po- these uh, these poisonings now are these consistent uh, are these con- is this consistent with what happened to those uh, officials you know uh um it's hard to say but uh you know, the, the malice is there. Mm-hmm. So,
0: um, you know, let um, me, let me start up by asking mm-hmm. w- before we go into like the theories, is this mm-hmm. a legitimate, do you believe that, that th- these, all, all these diplomats with the injuries are all tied together? Do you believe it's all tied together or is it just coincidence? It's like, you know, if you have five people living together, that if they all suddenly get uh, a nosebleed, well, maybe they mm-hmm. all, you know, nothing's tied together. They just, it's just a coincidence do you believe that uh, these diplomats what happened to them are all tied to an, an incident or or multiple well, incidents yeah. all coming from the same source um i i, would, I mean i would,
1: my my feeling is it might be um, and uh, it would all be it would all be connected to some source uh i mean just brain brain issues i think do a variety of different things. I mean, some people, yeah, uh, PT, you know, like, uh, I'm sorry, whatever, CTE, whatever the that's, that's the, uh, concussion concussion, like, hmm? Hmm? concussion thing. Um, I mean, people have, uh, there's a, de- there's a definite slew, but some people have headaches. Uh, some people have, you know, motor, motor neural functions that are, hmm. you know, so, but you know, it. If if it's consistent like uh, brain damage from what they're seeing, yeah, it's kind of. Um, I I mean I have a feeling it might be. Now let's let's say let's say it's not like a foreign a foreign entity, um, but uh you know some type of uh, some type of environmental issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I mean that that's that's definitely plausible. So that's. Here's here's
0: an issue we have with that. With that it might be um, remember they tested also some of the neighbors, they tested people the family members that were there, and none of those mm-hmm. were affected. it was the diplomats that were affected now m- maybe I uh, you know I read it and while I was reading it maybe I, missed, uh, I I missed I was reading and not, not I was passively reading, not actively reading, yeah. but you know to the best of my knowledge, I don't think I saw anything stating there that the family members were affected it was just the diplomats mm-hmm. So had it been, you know, like an environmental issue. So I don't know. Let's say it was, uh, um, I don't an earthquake, right? An earthquake that suddenly uh, somehow affected people in in a you know some kind of subsonic earthquake. I'm just making this up. I don't. There's no. There's absolutely no scientific proof. I don't know what I'm talking about. But let's say there's a subsonic earthquake. You would think that everybody would be affected. Right. Right. You know, as opposed, you know, it wouldn't be targeted but we're talking about these targeted diplomats um mm-hmm. but go ahead go ahead
1: well uh, yeah it, it's it's hard it's hard to say but um yeah i mean uh, either there, there there's um maybe maybe there's uh you know whatever uh, a rogue entity that that's uh trying to wreak havoc yeah. uh, i mean i don't know it's hard to say uh, it's hard to say what's going on. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I've, uh, the way I'm, the way I'm reading this stuff is, uh, yeah, it's, it's not psychosomatic. It looks like it's, uh, mm-hmm. something, uh, a, a single source yeah, as opposed to coincidental multiple sources, you know, that type of thing.
0: So here's some of the theories that they causing it. One of them was the pulse electromagnetic energy and ultrasound. Another one were microwaves. And uh, that that was mentioned before. Uh, Ultrasound. Another one was this weird one, the cricket noises, which uh, let me see here. What do we got? Uh, In 2017, some U.S. personnel at Havana made audio recordings during incidences associated with Havana syndrome, one of which was obtained by Associated Press. In January 9, 2019, biologist Alexander L. Stubbs, uh, analyzed recordings and concluded that the sound was caused by the calling song of the Indian short-tailed cricket rather than a technological ed- device. Stubbs mm. and Montelig Z matched the song's pulse repetition rate, power spectrum, and pulse rate stability and oscillations per pulse to the recording. Stubbs and Montelig-, uh, Montelig Ray wrote, The causes of the health problems reported by embassy personnel are beyond the scope of this paper and call for more rigorous research into the source of these ailments including the potential psychogenic effects as well as the possible physiological explanations unrelated to sonic attacks. Uh, this conclusion was comparable to a 2017 hypothesis from Cuban scientists that the sound on the same recording is from Jamaican field crickets. I Again, uh, you know, th- that goes to my whole... Uh, uh, idea of like this subsonic uh, uh earthquake, right? If it's field critics, right. why is it, you know, are these are these field crickets got something against the these diplomats or something? You know, that they would be the <laughs> ones that were affected. Um but then we have another one. We have pesticides or infectious agents was another one. Um and so this is this is the Canadian study in 2019, study commissioned by Global Affairs Canada of 23 exposed Canadian diplomats completed in 2019 found clinical imaging and biochemical evidence consistent with the hypothesis of overexposure to cholinesterase inhibitors, a class of neurotoxic pesticide such as organophosphates as a cause of brain injury. The embassies and other places in Cuba have been sprayed frequently as an anti-zika virus mosquito control measure. The study concluded Hmm. that other possible causes could not be ruled out. That one maybe, I don't know because remember that was a big, uh, at that time it was the Zika. I believe wasn't it even mm-hmm. with the with the Olympics. People were saying that, yeah, uh, you know, preventing that. Right. Okay. Right.
1: No, it was, it was that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But then we have to ask ourselves: with that one, why weren't family members hurt? Why weren't other people hurt? Why is it? Why is it just these? You know, the diplomats that were affected, um, and then we have something called a psychogenic origin. I don't know what that means. You know what psychogenic is.
1: Uh, actually I was trying to
0: figure out what that meant, okay. <laughs> but, uh, let me see here. The unit reveal reviewed the patient histories compiled by the victims neuropsycho neuropsychologists and other physicians who had already ruled out mass psychogenic illness, noting that many of the victims didn't know about the other people who were sick and their bodies couldn't have feigned Some of the symptoms they were exhibiting in November, 2018, a previously classified state department report by the Jason advisory group concluded that while the cause of the condition was, unknown psychogenic effects uh, may serve to explain important components of the reported injuries. I'm going to look that up. Did mm-hmm. you look it up at all by any chance?
1: I'm, I'm, I'm trying to click on it. I can't find it right now. That's fine. But, let me um... see
0: what, let me see what psychogenic is. Okay. Psychogenic is having a psychological origin or cause rather than a physical one. So mm-hmm. I guess this would be like a mass delusion or uh, something that's, uh, psychological not not you know it wasn't actually physical mm-hmm. uh, correct so that's another theory so
1: mass psycho psycho mass psychogenic illness is on okay. there too so mpi actually versus
0: <laughs> so the, there, the, there. but that's uh, another were yeah. other reports outside there was one in china one in washington mm-hmm. and there were some in europe now the u.s government investigated and this is where we talk about russia that there was the hypothesis that Russia was responsible as many current and former us officials identified Russia as likely responsible for the alleged attacks, a suspicion shared by both Trump and the Biden administration Mm -hmm. officials. Mm -hmm. This view was shared by CIA analysts on Russia, state department officials, outside science experts and several of the alleged victims. Russia has a history of researching, developing and using weapons that cause brain injuries, such as a cold war era, Moscow signal targeting the American embassy in Moscow a 2014 NSA report raised suspicions that Russia used a microwave weapon to target a person's living quarters, causing nervous system damage, and Russia has an interest in disrupting cooperation among the U.S., China, and Cuba. The U.S. diplomats diplomats stationed in China and Cuba who reported ailments were working to increase cooperation with those countries, and some CIA analysts voiced suspicion Russia thus sought to derail their work. So, look, at this point, we, we're starting to go down this conspiracy theory, but... Man, Ed, this this whole attack is just. You he, mm-hmm. he, he ever heard of MK Ultra? No, what's okay. that? MK Ultra were uh, were experiments that were conducted on soldiers and on people, and it was this big conspiracy theory. But it turns out that after uh, documents were released, it turns out that it was true. Okay, mm. let me just real quick. I can um, so I don't. Was that the, like the Jacobs Ladder thing? Was that that or no? Uh, let me. <laughs> I think it's MK Ultra. Because oh. when I type MK Ultra, I'm getting something totally different. Let me like let me just type this in here. Project MK Ultra. Yes. Um, sorry, it brought up a uh <laughs> something totally different. Um, a,
1: a band but,
0: or what? <laughs> I know it was a a, a strain of marijuana. Um, ah. So Project MKUltra was the codename of an illegal human experimentation program designed and undertaken by the U.S. Central Tel- Intelligence Agency. The experiments were mm-hmm. intended to develop procedures and identify drugs such as LSD that could be used in interrogations to weaken individuals and force confessions through brainwashing and psych- psychological torture. Um, and so this turns out uh, – some surviving information about NK ultra was declassified in July of 2001. So it was then that they found out that this was a legitimate um, project that was conducted. Maybe some other time we'll talk about this. You know, it's, it's an interesting mm. topic, but
1: yeah, oh, this this popped up a whole bunch of stuff here.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> with, with just this, with the idea of Russia, the idea of, you know, that they're, you know, the legitimate powerful people believe the administration of not just trump but biden believe that yeah you know what maybe russia was responsible or you know what this is more than just uh some minor you know minor some mass delusion that there's actually something to it And this is a little scary it it borders on the conspiracy but it, it also it has a lot of uh it has a lot of basis behind it or not basis but has a lot of um uh, it has a lot of intelligent people. has a lot of studies that are backing that there's something more here.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it, it, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely. It's, I mean, this is a concern just because um, uh, one. I mean, one of the things looks like it's a portable. Uh, they're saying like just some type of portable um, device that can just be aimed nearby so uh, you have a parked van somewhere and you just mm-hmm. uh get this guy moving so that's i mean that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty that's pretty wild um uh back in um in august 2021 uh they they evacuated the hanoi embassy in, Viet- in vietnam uh uh prior to uh and it delayed uh Vice President Kamala Harris's uh, visit to Vietnam too. So was is um, that
0: also in the article there? And that's a
1: yeah. They evacuate. Um, it's in the Wikipedia one. Okay. Elsewhere in Asia. Okay. Uh, but it says that yeah. So they evacuated two American diplomats prior, uh, which delayed the uh, arrival of uh, of President Kamala Harris. So uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. So <laughs> interesting.
0: I mean, mm. I, I consider y- I, uh, so for our listeners, Ed, um, Eddie's Ed, Ed, uh, he's, intell- he's an intelligent guy. He's, uh, you know, history, you know, the news, you keep in touch, mm. you know, you keep, you keep yourself updated with like, you know, like the, um, with what's going on in the world. I mean, you listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to speak for you. I think you're, you you listen to like NPR <laughs> stuff like that, you know,
1: Yeah. You keep no, yourself no, informed. In yeah.
0: But this Definitely. is something that I think when I mentioned, you had said that you really hadn't know, heard about this.
1: No, and no.
0: And this is something that it's not the fact that, like you said, uh, vice president Kamala Harris had to be evacuated because of uh, another no, incident. No, no, no.
1: no, she, her, 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 uh, her visit there was delayed, delayed. Because they had to, but they had to, have, they did evacuate to uh, two diplomats. That's what they're saying. So, okay. Because, because, because of this issue. So, and, so they have. Yeah.
0: So, you yeah. know, for, for something that, you would think this more people would know about this, that this would be like, maybe you don't want to make it. You don't want too many people to know because it might scare, you know, it leads to some kind of like uh, fear, you know, like, I don't go ahead. You you
1: don't want to, well, I mean, you, you bring, I mean, you bring your families over there. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, just, you got to consider your, you want talented people to stay out there for Mm -hmm. as long as they're needed for their, um, you know for their duties uh, for our diplomatic duties so I mean obviously there's probably a concern there's a uh, there's um, an incentive not to uh, 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 come to any conclusions on anything like this but well, on the other hand yeah this is this is <laughs> this is our foreign this is our foreign service I, you know people people are going out there to try and take care of things but you uh, know, I, I, uh,
0: I'm assuming that probably any diplomat that's going to be going out to like uh, uh, that 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 uh, that that's out for, uh, um, uh, any U.S. diplomat that's out in, in a in a foreign country is probably mm-hmm. knows about this. They probably have been told about this that this is something that that's happened. What I'm not my concern, but what I don't I don't understand is why don't more Americans in general know about this? This is something that. Mm. I mean, more people know about uh, about the Tiger King than they know about the attacks on uh, on, on these crazy <laughs> attacks in in these in these, uh, these four. You, spout-
1: you guys were spouting off, um, uh, you know, uh, Seinfeld episodes that were happened thirty <laughs> years ago, and
0: <laughs>
1: uh, but, <laughs> hey, but we don't know anything about this. This is recent, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's and this is something that legitimately is a uh, could be it could affect national security. Could affect like the if if it is an attack to prevent, uh, you know, countries like China and America to work together or prevent other countries, not just America, but other countries to work together by either. I'm not saying it's Russia, but by some type of you know, uh, uh, by some type of opposing force, whatever it might be. It's scary. It really is. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we don't know who it is, we can't figure it out. Look, I know they're not going to come after me and you. I, I, I have, I have a, I have this I, dumb I, I podcast. <laughs> 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 also also the, the podcast like clicks off. Um, <laughs> no, you know, they're not going to come after me because look, I have a dumb podcast called Geekers Creeper. I talk about video games and I talk about this, but people who are more important, you know, people who are uh, affecting the safety and, and, and 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 who who are who matter when it comes to working together with other countries to be to have this happen? It, it's it's scary. It legitimately is a scary thing. And yeah,
1: definitely, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, yeah. So this is. I mean, this is. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's definitely ongoing. At least uh, from from the mm-hmm. February report. So this is this is continuing. Can't just yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they're evacuating, if they're evacuating uh, diplomats, uh, you know, that's that's something to be concerned about too.
0: And then, I, I guess the the other question is, if this is, you know, with every, uh, you know, you've got you've got a small, you if if they're able to use this, if anybody, if this is legit, which I I am more inclined to believe that, yes, I believe these diplomats were targeted. I. I, I the, all the studies. And I, I, honestly, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it was crickets at the end of the day. I really do. Because that means that you know all we have to, all we have to worry about are, are a bunch of loud crickets and not have to worry about either a country or an organization having the ability not only to target one person, but let's say they can build this to affect many, many more people. What would stop them to use that, you know, on a city or on a city block or, you know, to affect, people where it doesn't it it's not like you automatically hurt these people you this is a degenerative brain disease where you know this could lead to just problems where you slowly suffer do you see what i'm saying
1: yeah well w- without a doubt that uh, i mean we we see it in the all these former players in the nfl mm-hmm. like yeah i mean that's uh, you see it in all these hockey players, and yeah, it's, it's definitely something. Definitely something to be concerned about, it, it, it and um, you know, for these individuals too. Yeah, this this is. Um, I think you and me—we've we've talked about it. I mean, you and me have had concussions before, and yeah,
0: back in back, they're not back in the you yeah. to be called getting your bell rung.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it would just be like, but you know. I think, you
0: know, it would just be like, yeah, just take the rest of the day off, you know, just. No, I remember when I, I was in football and uh, I got, I got a concussion. I got hit real hard uh, and I got, I got, I got knocked out and, and I was only knocked out for a second. But when I came back up, I the coach had come to the sideline. I'm not kidding Ed. I could not remember. I remember the one thing I kept thinking, I'm like, what happened to me earlier this day? I couldn't remember my classes that I went to earlier that day. I couldn't remember anything. Now, eventually, of course, it came back. But for that second, I couldn't remember anything. And, of course, the coach just kind of picks up. He's like, come on, sit it out. You know, you just got your bell rung. And at that time, you know, we didn't, you know, we're older. You know, there wasn't concussions. People knew about concussions, but they didn't make that big of a deal about it. Um, Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's a serious thing. And I can't imagine, uh, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just an awful thing. Um,
1: yeah. But, well, well. What's scarier is I mean, I mean, if is there is there a rogue uh, group that's? Um, I mean, is it? is there an anom- anonymous uh, bad group or whatever? Uh, yeah. Trying to pull this off. Who knows?
0: And who knows? Who knows? And, 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 and that's the fact that we don't know. That's. I mean, you have a government that spends you know, the US government, again, not trying to get too political, but we spend most of our tax dollars on the military, and we can't figure mm-hmm. out who these people are. And if we do, why aren't we really saying it? It's, um, it's a little scary, you know, uh, that, mm-hmm. that you can get away with doing this to American diplomats, or just diplomats in general. And you're still, you know, uh, it, it's, hopefully we'll find out. Um, this might be mm-hmm. one of those things, I'll be honest, Ed, that We'll be 80 years old, and finally, it'll be declassified, and we'll find out exactly what had happened,
1: and and who killed Kennedy, and all yeah. that stuff too,
0: right? <laughs> well, um, that, that was a ufo That was Bigfoot. That was Bigfoot. Yeah, it was, um, it was
1: Bigfoot flying on a UFO.
0: No, no, I'm sorry, crash, it was yes, a crashed UFO
1: Bi- and Bigfoot
0: on a, on, a, on a hoverboard. That's what it was. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out one day, guys. To all our listeners out there. I would love to get your opinion. I will attach this link. This is a very this whole uh, the Havana syndrome is very interesting. It can lead you down a rabbit hole once you start up. Trust me, you'll be watching videos, you'll be reading stuff. This is um you know just it, it is it is a very interesting topic because it it it's real at the end of the day. That's that's why, you mm-hmm. know, this isn't uh this isn't, uh, again, Bigfoot on a hoverboard. This is something that happened, and it's not always really it real but it's recent as of what is it 2017 is when it happened. Um, yeah, so I don't know, guys. You give us tell us what you think. You can always email us at geekers creepers cast at gmail.com. Uh, that is geekers creepers cast at gmail.com. You can always send us uh, a tweet out. Uh, we are at geekers creepers, all one word at geekers creepers. Um, and uh, of course you can always send us topics that you want us to talk about in the future. You could always send us topics on the geeky topics as well as the creepy topics. We're more than, uh, or I I'm more than welcome to, uh, any new ideas for what, uh, what you guys want us to talk about. So with that said, Ed, are there any final parting words?
1: No, um, definitely another, uh, fun podcast to do. Uh, hopefully this one sounds a little bit better for people and, um, um, yeah, ready to, uh, uh, ready to, uh, hit the world, uh, with, uh, our, my, uh, with maybe more, you know, open eyes, uh, open, uh, you know, and a more open mind. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is, uh, this, this is fun.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Looking thank you. This, uh, Ed, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Um, we should get this up in the next day or so. I gotta, um. I just got to do some editing, but uh, yeah, thank you so much. It was, it was, it was really, um, re I think the listeners will greatly enjoy your, um, insight in all this as well as you did sound a lot better. I'll say that it was a lot better than last time. So with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, everyone that listens, everyone that sends, um, uh, any emails, any, uh, anybody that, Uh, you know, gives us our feedback. I greatly appreciate it. That's why we do this. And until next time, I do wish you all the best in life, love and gaming. everybody